0: Coffee with Humans is live, candid conversations between strangers who become friends, made possible with your support. Subscribe, share, and comment on your favorite platform. Contribute at Patreon or get Coffee with Humans mugs and more. Links are at coffeewithhumans.com. Thanks for joining me. I know very little about you. We've awkwardly <laughs> stared at each other for the last eight minutes. It's everything about the concept is what we don't do anymore. We don't just have conversations with people where there's not an agenda. Right. It's like meeting a stranger in a parking lot or something and then like, hey, you want to have coffee? <laughs> yes. Oh, so how are you, how you doing? How's your day? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> well, we are live here with Coffee with Humans with my soon-to-be-new friend, Christina. She's still actually a stranger. I only met her about eight minutes ago. That's the essence of Coffee with Humans. Two people just bumping into each other randomly, and then, hey, let's grab coffee. Before we got on the broadcast, I was thinking, if we could have this discussion anywhere, where would that be? And I came up with, we, we could be sitting in Iceland in a hot spring. <sighs> Lovely. If you could have this discussion anywhere, where would it be for you? Love this question. I'm stumped right now. I'm not really a uh, beach person in terms of getting in with the aquatic life, but I do like to be near it and feel the breeze from it. Yeah. And so anywhere by a beach. What drew you to clicking the button to have coffee with me?
1: I was searching and I found this one and it grabbed me. It pulled me in and it just seemed your podcast and Coffee with Humans seemed very welcoming that you were really eager and enjoyed just making meaningful connections.
0: Coffee with Humans is like Sunday brunch.
1: <laughs> I love Sunday brunch.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Because <laughs> well, you're in the right place, only Perfect. there's no food. Um... <laughs> It's true, my new friend Manny and I are live here on Coffee with Humans, which is a candid conversation between strangers who become friends. I met Manny almost 10 minutes ago, uh, and now we're gonna, be, we're gonna be best buds at the end of this, I can tell.
1: It's been a great 10 minutes, man.
0: Well, welcome to Coffee with Humans, this is exciting. Why did you choose to click the button to have coffee with me?
1: <sighs> well, I'm a human. So I felt like I met the prerequisite, uh, right up, right out of the gate. Uh, uh-huh. and, uh, like that, I like coffee, but I, I do like the idea of candid conversations. I like to get out of my, uh, circle of, of, uh, immediate peoples, uh, yeah. and talk about maybe some of the things that I do. I find them to be interesting and I often find them, uh, I often find that other humans aren't, uh, they like what I do and have to say. So more humans, the better. Yeah.
0: They like what you do. So um, I'll, I'll bite. What is it that you do that people like so much?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I guess that my, uh, uh, you know, my general day to day, what I do for a living is, is tangled into all this, but uh, you know, sort of my personal mission uh, would be to talk about the ways that, uh, that hip hop music and culture uh, are being used to uplift humanity in innovative and inspiring and often surprising ways Uh, And I spend a lot of my time doing that in different venues, whether it's, you know, online, talking, live streams, social media, doing podcasts with good folk like yourself. Uh, And that's a wide and varied topic. But when I get into it with folks who aren't necessarily connected to or really understand exactly what that means, uh, it leads into some interesting tributaries.
0: Yeah, I'm certain of it. I, so I'm just going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say you probably have a video cast, but just judging from your background, I can't imagine you set that up for your own, uh, for your own self. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, the rest of the, it looks very fancy, but the rest of the room is all cardboard boxes. So forgive <laughs> the, uh, the very Odd. uh, I do, I have, I have a number of things I've been, I've been, uh, I guess a content creator, uh, for a long time, I've been a journalist, uh, so I've done The Written Word, I've run an online publication, I've done podcasts, I've done live podcasts, uh, and then, that's obviously transitioned into doing some video, uh, some video cat, uh, live casting as well. Okay. I do have a couple of shows under my belt, and then I also produce uh podcast, that's the for a living part.
0: Uh, oh, okay. so, you, so you produce podcasts not only for, for yourself, but for other people then? Correct. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah. And would I, uh, these podcasts, you, you talked about have this intersection of hip hop and culture and life and all that type of stuff. Are the other podcasts that you help produce, are they similar in, in that vein? Are they around music and stuff? Uh,
1: some, well, one in particular, uh, so I have a, one of my own, which is sort of my, you know, my baby, uh, that's hip hop can save America. It's sort of, you know, the, the mantra, uh, that I, I fly under these days. Uh, but the journalism work that I used to do uh, revolved a lot around uh, civil liberties, social justice uh, type of, of issues. Uh, and then some, some years ago, we used to be a newspaper. Uh, and oh. you know what happened, yeah. newspapers. Um, so we decided to translate that into the podcast, what I had already been doing some podcasts. And I was involved in the music business, the independent music scene in New York City. I, that was my beat as a journalist. Okay. Uh, self-appointed. I, I ran my own <laughs> conversation. You know, I just decided this was going to be my thing. Uh, but some of journalism folk were like, hey, we know that you do all this music and podcasting stuff. We like to talk about social justice and civil liberties issues. What if we put these things together sort of like a really cool schoolhouse rock? Oh, uh, or some people, as we like to say, as if democracy now and black thought from the roots had a podcast baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we came up with Newsbeat. uh now f- folks of a certain age might remember uh, a tv show called cop rock <laughs> it's not that um it's not that at all uh but what it is is it's a mixture of hard-hitting social justice journalism we interview activists and you know people who are or, uh, other journalists uh, academics and people that are kind of uh suffering through injustices right you know, okay. social justice we interview them. We have a great team of journalists, award-winning, brilliant, brilliant folk. Uh, and then we weave those interviews over a bed of music. That's sort of like a score. Okay. It kind of sets the mood. It sets the pace. And then at three intervals, we have independent hip-hop artists that have uh, one artist per episode that have crafted hip-hop lyrics specifically for that episode. Okay. Gotcha. So we're talking about the movement to close youth prisons. We'll have someone that have, that's rapped about that topic expertly, brilliantly, and compellingly. Okay. Uh, we're talking about redlining, <laughs> you know, all these, you know, hard, you know, uh, difficult uh, topics, social justice issues. The people have spoken, they've done the interviews, and then the rappers come in and kind of punctuate it with, uh, in a way that only artists can do. Right. Uh, so it's a very unique animal uh, and, uh, we've been doing it for a couple of years. It's won some nice awards. It does pretty well, but most importantly, it sheds light on some of these issues that don't get the attention, unfortunately, until something big happens. Gotcha.
0: Interesting. So, uh, just out of curiosity, the type of audience that then watches that is it the type of, so are, are they the people who are in the social injustice scenario and they already understand what you're talking about? Or are the, or are the folks who are, uh who are ignorant um not uh, not not in a bad way just people live their own right. lives right they're just ignorant of these matters are they the people who watch this it would seem uh, go ahead well, who is it
1: i was gonna say yes because <laughs> it's sort of both <laughs> okay. um you know I, I think that uh there is a little bit of preaching to the choir when it yeah uh, when it comes to these issues okay. however i will say and it's a, this one is an audio only so it isn't visual but mm. uh I, I will say that it's really put together excellently if i dare say so myself and in a way that you won't find information presented to you elsewhere so the format of it still lends itself to hey i know about this but i didn't know about it like this And and so we're bringing we're bringing some new information to the forefront uh and we it's a deep dive so it's 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 not cursory level it's not like a a Vox.com, you know, a little quick explainer of, you know, this is why black people rioted. You know, it's not, it's a, we, it's a, ours was a, you know, 45 minute opus uh, that had interviews and and, and music and sound effects and media clips. And so it's, it's sort of like a mini documentary, if I had to say, each episode really packs a lot in. So even Hmm. people who are familiar with it, uh, with the issues, I think gain something from what they've, you know, what we've been told anyway.
0: Gotcha. The entertainment level versus education level. If you had to split those down, if you, if there's entertainment, there was education, I'll, Oh, look at this. I'm kind of bound. I'm bounding myself. Oh, look what? So if this is entertainment and education, right. If where, where are you at? Are you more education, more entertainment? Are you balanced?
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty balanced. Uh, I think it's, uh, and that's sort of the goal. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, Standalone. If we took, if we stripped out all the music and the rap, because we actually, because of COVID, um, we had to do a bunch of episodes that were sans artists. We didn't have an artist for them. We didn't have yeah. the, the rapper portion of it. So we jazzed up some of the, co- you know, the, the the transitions between sections. Usually, mm-hmm. kind of a three act, you know, podcast. Uh, so we jazzed up some of the transitions. Uh, so we still sparkled it with mu- you know, with music and with some effects. Yeah, and even that was unique in how it was delivered could we just strip all that away and you just listen to you know the interviewees which are experts in their own right Mm -hmm. and absolutely compelling sure you you could um it's better with it (laughs) so uh it's about a 50 50 split if you didn't have the voice and you don't hear us you don't hear the interviewees it's really the voice it's very important for us that the voices tell the story that we don't lead it that we're not kind of Trying to lean one way or the other politically or you know, socially but yeah. just saying, here's the issue, here are the folks that know about it, and we're gonna make it funky.
0: Yeah. It the reason I ask is that I w- I can't remember who I was having the conversation with, uh, but they talked about the idea that entertain first and educate second. Um, because people want to be entertained. Uh and yeah. p- and there's a natural resistance to being educated. However, if you can entertain them, you can you can educate them. And that I think has proven pretty Uh, uh, pretty universally in in just general cultural issues. Uh, If you if you watch what goes on on sitcoms, for instance, uh, the 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 culture of that day and the changing of the perspectives can be is reflected or seen in the in those shows. And to a great degree, I think it becomes a um, uh, an iterative process where the the what is seen on television starts to become true in life.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yes. I, well, yes. And over and, and larger than, than that idea. And this ties into a lot of the other stuff that I you know, talk about or advocate for. I mean, we've always learned from being entertained, you know, from yeah. being children, you know, and music, you know, I tie into music a lot, but I also look at hip hop more holistically, uh, more as a cultural uh, movement and not just music. I think a lot of people tend to think of hip hop. They immediately just, you know, it's rap music and that's it. Now you can learn a lot from rap music. You can, you know, there's a lot of information that can be packed into songs. Uh, you know, we've been doing it since we've been listening to to rap music, uh, you know, fans of the genre have, I learned probably more about black history from KRS one than I did from my (laughs) elementary school. That's what he was rapping about. And I learned some things. Uh, but think of, you know, how many people, how much people know f- about the founding fathers because of Hamilton and, and memorizing yeah, those. Right. You know, it's <laughs> how they, you know, these young kids know uh, who are into the soundtrack. So we've yeah. always learned that. way. But to your point, it does go past music and it does go culturally. And I think that because hip hop just being such a malleable, uh, you know, cultural force that it's touched television. It's touched, you know, obviously music, but such fashion, it's touched entrepreneurship, it's touched education and so a lot of the folks that i either talk about or interview or you know advocate for are -hmm. doing work where they're using that cultural phenomenon and it's many facets whether it's music Mm -hmm. or whether it's visuals visual art djing dancing movement all the elements that make hip-hop what it is yeah as, as as vehicles for for educating and we've seen incredible results uh you know, when that's applied in a thoughtful, authentic way. So absolutely. It works all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've got a, uh, a, a, a friend of mine slash client who, um, is working on a project to create media that then makes life change, measurable life change, particularly for youth around, around topics that, um, are not are not necessarily educated on in schools in in sort of a holistic fashion. So, for instance, obesity it's a big obesity is a yeah. big deal. It it requires life change. It's not just you know uh, a uh, you know a topic for health class. It's a topic for. You know how how do I know how to cook? And if I did know how to cook, what ingredients should I use that will lead me to a healthy lifestyle? What should I stay away from because those really are not you know good foods for my body? And so uh, he's he's working through creating content with some you know major content producers and then uh, also selling the products on the shelves to support uh, the education. But the media is going to be done in a in an entertaining fashion. And then the the real critical matter, which I think is super interesting, is that the measurement there will be measurement uh, pieces in place to determine did the content lead to life change, or and 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 as I talked to him about it, it was one of the things I was counseling him on is like did it did it did it lead to belief change because beliefs beliefs are how people act their beliefs are what people act out of, and beliefs have not have rarely have anything to do with hot concrete facts it's just the facts that i feel like i'm listening the, the facts that i that i want to see to support my belief right. that i'm already acting out of because uh you know f- f- few and far between are the folks who stand up one day and go oh my god i was completely wrong about that you know so sorry i made that so publicly you know i i'm gonna stick my foot in my mouth you know because now <laughs> yeah doesn't right? have- Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting there, this idea that you entertain, you educate, change the belief system, and then measure the results. It's, it sounds like that's kind of what you're, you're doing as well. Just you're using music, which is such a powerful mover of people. Music sets the mood, man. I, it's, uh, I've done a lot of live streams and I remember I was doing some live streams with big conferences and, and Mm. uh, the music, the music would just like shut off. before anybody was on stage, it's like, and, and you can feel them. You can feel the mood of the room. Like, and a lot of people don't know that the music shut off, but they're like, this is awkward. And and it's like, well, there's nothing, there's no movement. There's no life to this moment. You got to keep the music going. And I, I must, you must be an appreciator of, uh, of moods and how to set those moods, especially since you're combining it with, you know, hard hitting topics that people need to learn about. The two must go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, when it when it clicks, it's 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 uh, extremely compelling. Part of the reason why I can do that, I think, to some degree of with some degree of tying those things in together to kind of uh, give a feeling or you know or set a vibe uh, or complement the tone of what's being talked about uh, is that I'm a DJ. And, mm-hmm. and I have, I've made remixes and I've been a producer right. and had some background dab, nothing, you know, earth shaking or famous. Uh, although, you know, you could Google me. I have some remixes out there that are pretty hot. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, so I've, I've been able to take some of that. It's really a weird place that I sit because it's, it's a culmination of all these, you know, hobbies or, you know, talents that I've picked up along the way. Uh, maybe a jack of many trades. And, and combining them together. So I am a fan of, of that. Obviously, like I said, a score, you know, movies do it really well. Documentaries can do it really well. Uh, podcasts use music in interesting ways sometimes to set these moods. Um, I find generally, you know, it's okay. You know, some of the better produced ones, more thoughtfully produced, some of the ones that create music, especially for the, you know, NPR stuff, top level stuff, where they yeah. create music to set moods, that that works really well. Um, our thing is that it's, it's snap judgment, you know, shows like that that incorporate music into the mix. Uh, but I, I think we, we do kind of try to take that to the next level, uh, to, to, to create those moods and make it all flow. Movement was a great word, um, that you used, uh, you know, yeah.
0: So yeah. I thought, I, about, agree. I, I thought about using, uh, using music here on coffee with humans, just cause I think, um, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a music man. Like I, I love music. I write music. I I'm a reasonably good singer, uh, an average piano player and terrible guitar player. Uh, but like, I, I love music, man. It's my, it's my jam. I can flow. And, and I've thought, you know, how do I, how do I incorporate that into coffee with humans? Because I feel, I feel like it. I'm I'm such a believer that music does create the space. In in just compl- in in a way that nothing else can, music cuts through right to your subconscious, in ways that it bypasses your it bypasses your thinking, it, bi- it bypasses your frontal cortex. It's not music is not a process of thinking. Music is a process of feeling, and and it cuts through so deeply, so quickly in ways that nothing else can. That you just, I, I mean, people people who who uh, people who can take advantage of it, I think are are just. Um, they're amazing. I, I love because
1: it. It's frequencies, right? It's, mm. it's, you know, something to frequencies and, you know, and being able to connect sort of with, you know, sound in, in a way that I guess, you know, some people study, you know, and, and some sure. people may, may fully understand. I've always thought Pharrell for some reason. Has oh, some yeah. Degree. I think right. he has some secret. Like he he, know, he like extraterrestrials came and said, this is the key <laughs> and this is the musical, you know, the, because there's just it's it's more than just melodies or being harmonious or doing all the t- typical musical things. There's there's frequencies that are being activated in in certain things, uh, and, and I think some it's the same thing that keeps him looking twelve years old. I think, um, <laughs> but so so there is that there is something subconscious to music, absolutely one hundred percent. And again, because of my affinity to hip hop, I, I find it to be a really unique tie in to again culture and yeah. and fellowship and and community and um and inspiration uh, and and all of these things can be found to some degree in genres of music but when you take the collective like the, the like I said the, the hip hop culture the ethos mm-hmm. you know it it really uh it encapsulates a lot of what's great about humanity uh, yeah. and and it, it, I think there's that two-way street that needs to be uh, amplified. Uh, so I think I'm,
0: I I I think something we need to get into is because I think a lot of our a lot of viewers and listeners and I'm just I'm think, thinking of some people that I know may not know yeah. what hip hop is. So what who who are you talking about? What, what are some artists yeah. or some some music that that uh, you go that's that's hip hop?
1: I mean, you know, that's subjective, but I, I I do know that when we talk about folks who might not be totally attached to the, you know, yeah. to the, connected to or familiar with. Uh, and I think some of the, we talked about real briefly in the beginning was the fact that hip hop is often thought of as the music, the genre, the genre of hip hop. Right. Uh, but I, I like to point out, and I think it's super important that we point out that the cultural umbrella of which under which the music sits is hip hop. Okay. Right. So we did talk about kind of this lifestyle that is best known and, and, and often represented by the music, but also encapsulates the other you know, elements, DJing, visual artistry, graffiti, you know, writing and such, uh, dancing, b-boy, b-girl, break dancing, as it's typically referred to. Um, and, and then this knowledge of self element. So there's a whole cultural ethos to, to what hip hop is. Um, musically speaking, it's subjective as all hell. You know, it's like, you know, uh, there's a big debate over folks who are older You know, this happens in every genre of music, you know, and what these new kids are listening to on the radio. Um, You know. What would be old school hip hop to you? Well, I come I come up in the, you know, in the 80s, you know, so my golden era is the golden era. You know, it's late 80s, early 90s. Uh, You know, my early, you know, real deep connections to hip hop were, you know, the Rock Kims, the Big Daddy Canes, you know, uh, again, the Karis Ones, you know, that kind of era. And then transitioning into like early 90s, Tribe Called Quest west coast coming into the play you know chronic and and snoop and and all those folks um and 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 i'm from new york so we have sort of an affinity towards you know intricate lyricism you know Mm -hmm. hard boom bap style beats like you know just a you know a a strong drum line uh not so much sing-songy stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, but over the years it's evolved into a thousand different directions, which is great. Uh, And so, you know, now we see a lot of blurred lines. Uh, We don't have the regional, you know, styles, uh, kind of uh, regional dialects of music that we used to have that were very separate. Now it's kind of meshing together. Uh, And then you have so many different genre blending into, into hip hop. I like the creative use of music that has hip hop DNA, whether it's a traditional purist kind of sound or whether it's something brand new, but still kind of uh, brings those elements into the mix. Um, mm-hmm. As a DJ, as a remixer, I've, I've always been happy with, you know, mer- different than any other genre. If you're into rock, you know, rock music, you know, classic rock is not like new rock. My dad was a jazz guy and he's like, smooth jazz. It's not jazz, <laughs> you know, and like all these discussions always happen. Uh, so it's nothing new. Uh, But that being said, I think the hip-hop is an enormous umbrella, stylistically, musically, uh, that um, is really hard to put in a box. Okay. Uh, Well, no, it's really easy to put into a box, actually, because people will say, my preferred style of hip-hop is hip-hop. And that's it. That's it. This is real hip-hop. We're keeping it real. But you're trying to put something (laughs) in a box that's, by its very nature, not supposed to be. (laughs) So it okay. it does
0: that. So so hip hop is a hip hop is a wide uh, is a is a wide net. It's a big umbrella for a uh, f- uh, kind of a feeling like you know when you feel you, you know when you feel hip hop and you know when you're there in a in a space that is like hip hop. It's so kind of what you're it's it sounds really soft. And I get it. I mean music. I mean people try to make genres of music and then all of a sudden they say, "Hey, this person like crossing genres." And like what are they doing like like country rock or something like that. And it was like is it country? Is it rock? Nobody knows. They're country it's so rock.
1: To <laughs> it's so funny you say that. The number one uh, the very first this year this past uh, past year the number one album on the bluegrass charts okay was by a group called Gangsta of the Grass. Gangsta okay. Grass, emerging of grass and hip hop. All right, and I got to I got to find this. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't work on paper. But trust me, it works in real life. Number one bluegrass album, rappers on it. Great really, bluegrass band and two MCs. Shouts to our son and Dolio, and the whole okay. Gangsta Grass
0: crew. Gangsta Grass. I'm looking. I'm looking them up here. Uh, let's see here. I bet I can. I bet I can find this. I'm gonna click some buttons here and see if I yeah yeah click see, away. See if I uh. I've got this fancy schmancy system that allows me to.
1: (laughs) Now, this is an outlier sort of, because it is a genre, it is a pure genre blend um, that, you know, again, subjectively, you may like, you may not like. If you're a hip hop fan, you may not, you may think it's too bluegrassy. If you're a bluegrass fan, you may think it's too hip hoppy. But the fact that these things can exist and when they're done authentically Uh uh, can be, you know, respectable. (laughs) right so, there really is no limit to, to what this genre of music can do okay i'm gonna try and pull up this i'm
0: gonna try and pull up on these gangster grass things okay ain't no crime is that one is that a good one
1: yeah it actually does sound like a good one yeah all right here we go got it bad got it bad it yeah. ain't no crime innovate the flow you can't mimic it sound never dies echo
0: unlimited promo rhyme y'all high school scrimmaging can you hear that
1: mm-hmm so you can? I can. I
0: don't know. Okay. Yeah, I can. Then, ever, then everybody else can too.
1: Part futuristic, part primitive, progressive, still rooted in the history that makes the source of all trueness. I don't give a damn how much you move units, dragging y'all back to school like truants. Back in action, tag, back, back, then don't be surprised when I rhyme and lay hand. Ipso facto, sharpening exacto knives, can't either have nine lives. because I'm taking a five at a time.
0: When you're reborn, don't even try to rhyme. Blessed with one of the finest of don't look up to the heights that I'm going to climb. The voice you need, a better plan. All sunset like no... All right, that's that's good. That's good stuff. That's my I kind can, of jam. Yeah
1: they're, yeah, they're cutting up in the background. Don't you know the, the, the ROMs are there, but these guys can can these guys are bluegrass experts, like that, you know what I mean? So yeah, I appreciate the appreciation. Really, bluegrass.
0: So there's bluegrass in the back of that. That's what you're hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, and it's not. Special, I feel that bad.
1: they're a band. Yeah, I and if you that. listen to a lot of the no, what's what, what's truly amazing about them and this is just again we, we could, i can go down a rabbit hole for so many different things yeah but they also incorporate they're they're incorporating social justice themes in their music they're touring before pandemic the bible belt and they're mm. getting on stage african-american rappers okay. you know yeah. banjo playing white dudes on some real you know togetherness type thing but they're not acting it. like like there's nothing that we need to talk about. They are sure. talking about it Their music and even vocally to the, to the crowd. So like I say, when it's done authentic, when it's done with purpose and yeah. when both, you know, both sides are, are real about, sorry, <laughs> live things, children, dogs, crazy. Um, but it's done authentically and with purpose, you will find uh, great results, uh, board, which is again the intersections of hip hop and education and health and wellness and science and technology and the fine arts and entrepreneurialism and yeah. you know and social justice, all of these things. That power is powerful when you combine yeah. those things with them.
0: So I'm curious, why do you care? What, what, what is in your background and your journey to this point that makes you that makes you care?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's just it's who I've become uh okay i mean everyone has uh, not everyone i can't speak for everyone i i there are people who have a purpose or, or find you know a, a a reason to to do something they have yeah. the hobbies they have causes this is sort of a cause that i'm passionate about uh because i've been an artist right okay. i've been in the hip-hop world um i've seen it be disrespected i've okay. seen the artists and, and particularly the communities from whence hip-hop came you know, as 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 a, as a white dude outside of the you know culture, but you know welcoming because it is an inclusive culture. You know, you start to, if you're really authentic and have purpose, you realize the brilliance of the artistry of the culture of the different aspects, and then you see that th- those people, those things, uh, those a- aspects of an art form, be disrespected elsewhere. When I'm a smart guy, I'm a journalist. I know how to tell stories, and so I said. Well, let me help some of the culture that I love. You know, mm-hmm. consider myself, I consider myself hip hop. Uh, you know, we talk about the genre and everything, but Karis one once famously said, rap is something you do. Hip hop is something you live. Okay. And anyone who considers themselves, you know, a part of hip hop culture will tell you that's it. That's it. That's it. 100%. Rap is something you do. Hip hop is something you live. And when you live that, you want to see it do better. You want to amplify it. Wanna... And then through time, as I was covering artists in the New York City area, independent artists doing brilliant things, when the rest of the world was maybe not paying attention to that because they chased the money, they chased the lucrative nature of hip-hop, they chased what's right. on the radio, the, fl- the glamour, the gloss. When there's independent scenes in New York City that were incredibly inspiring, uh, showcase series that were going on 15 years, just bastions of, of intellectual superiority and m- musical artistry brilliance, and no one's talking about it. Yeah. And then they become my friends and then I start working with them and say, well, I've got to amplify this. And then when you mm. find people that are working in schools or going into juvenile detention centers and using hip hop to connect youth that have had trouble backgrounds or don't really respond to typical school methodology or or, or a pedagogy, you know, right? And they're saying, well, we can we can help these kids because we, we, we know hip hop. We all can can meet on that level. And then you see those lives being changed in a positive way. But if I go on the average person, not average, but, you know, if I, if I took a poll of the general public and said, what do you think about hip hop? Bet right. you they're not saying those things that I just said. Yeah. So someone's going to do that. So as a journalist, as a hip hop fan, as someone with, you know, expertise and uh, doing podcasts and, and doing live streams and such, so I'll do it. So, yeah.
0: Well, you're nice. totally right. The the typical view of hip hop artists is what you're going to see on the news. The the uh the, either the glamorization of a lifestyle that is not the is not attainable for the vast majority of people and arguably never should be um, because it is a it's it's a lesson in hyperbole of the 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 rotting human spirit. Uh, right. and but the the people who enjoy it you know, just who, who just love the, love the beats, love the messages. Um, It's not a, it's not about the flashy cars and the, you know, and the, the rings and the bling it's, it's, it's really about joy. I think to a lot of folks, joy and connection around, um, around what the, what the beat and what the, uh, the messaging and the lifestyle and the people bring to that moment, I think, I, I, th- I think that that's like you talk about it. That's what's really lost, whether it's hip hop or whether it's something different, whatever you see the the most, the most visible thing you see, there's usually something that's beyond there. That's more true, more real and more valuable. Uh, and so I, I think, uh, I think you're, I think you, uh, have a, I think a, 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 probably a certain view that a lot of folks just never have been able to see around hip hop.
1: Yeah. I, well, the ones who are doing the work, you know, obviously, you know, they know this. And I find that, that that's part of the issue. And I appreciate that. And I think that's it's a nail on the head. It's exactly right. I, I I often talk to people that are outside of of hip hop. Uh, it's, it's, it's so it's that translating that I like to do. I like to, you know, bring it to a general public because there's general uh, interest. These are general. These are human interest stories. Right. Mm-hmm. And sure, not to say that there's not issues that the, the the genre doesn't have issues that, you know, but it's a longer conversation. But to say that the genre, which is reflective of lives of people and from communities that have been, you know, uh, treated a certain way or, you know, all those things are interconnected. You can't, you can't just say, here's something negative, Tisk tisk. Right? right? You have to say, well, let's, let's find out where we get to that. And some of the educators that I've talked to, in fact, will point to uh, what we would, what we might, what outsiders might say, negative, you know, or or materialistic, or misogynistic, or homophobic, you know the transphobic. There's a lot of again, n- not any more than country music or that murderous genre of music, opera. You know, the, these things exist. In, you know, in other areas. Um, but what the educators uh, have said to me is, well, if young people are relating to some of these songs or some of these you know, stars, you superstars. The way that these things are put on, and they're emulating them, or or glorifying, or following them. Why? Mm. What is it about that? And this was a great anecdote that was told to me by a professor at Rutgers University, Dr. Lauren Kelly. She was talking to young people about this this kind of idea. And there's a song uh, where the the basically the chorus is "All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe," <laughs> and it's a it's a very uh, you know celebratory song it's and, very specific uh, that, that honors right that honors uh the uh, uh female anatomy and the sexuality and the nation. so okay on the surface i understand where that could be seen in a certain light sure and they, they watch the video she talked to the young people and and, and they, they love a the song they're, they're dancing they're you know they're having fun Says what is it about this that you know really appeals to you you know uh and they're like, oh, just, you know, we like it. It's fun. It's, you know, it's silly. It's whatever, whatever. She says, but is that what you want? Like, do you want your birthday? Do you want a big booty hoe for your birthday? Is that really how your mind, you know? Um, and, and this was really fascinating to me. They said, no, that's not what we want our birthday. She said, Well, then why do you why does this appeal to you? you? You don't want women rubbing their butts in a cake like whatever was in the video. They said, No, we just want to be able to do that if we wanted to. Hmm. I said, Oh. The fact that this artist is living a lifestyle where he can do this outrageously over the top thing of strippers, you know, at his birthday party, rubbing their butts and getting all covered with cake. And that's fine for him. Might not be what I, the, the kid wants to do, but I'd love to be able to do what I want. It's the freedom. It's the, the, the financial security. It's the, the, the no limits. It's just having, and, and who doesn't want that? Hmm. So now knowing that's how they look at that, man, have you connected with these kids in a different way? Yeah. So that's really insightful. Yeah. I, I think it's, ter-
0: I, I think it's ridiculously insightful because asking a person to think one level deeper than they are on the surface is so powerful. I don't it, it, it uh, broad brushing folks. And let's say looking at, looking at youth perhaps who are, you know, jamming out to, to, you know, some music talking about big booty ho for, for their birthday. Broad brushing that and saying, well, they're a hooligan, they're an idiot, you know, they they can't go anywhere is is terribly uh, short sighted. And the opportunity in that space really is to is to invite a person to think deeper. I I firmly believe that everybody wants to think deeper. They're just resistant to it. And and they're resistant also the person who's asking. And if you come into that space. With the with the idea that hey, I just like to inform you about how all the things you're doing are are bad and wrong, right. and you should be doing them differently because you're not good enough. I think you're going to get a bad reception. You will get a bad reception on if in any group that you showed up that way. And I and Your one of the a coach yeah 14. totally <laughs> yeah all time right teachers. That's that's yeah, exactly. it's a terrible. It's a terrible way to show up. I, th- I think one of the one and maybe you'll agree with this. I think one of the biggest opportunities that people have, particularly talking about social justice or injustice, depending how you look at it, is if you want to if you want to understand a different culture. And I think this is something that that in the United States, we're terribly bad at. If you want to understand a, a different culture, just start showing up to places. I, I used to do music. Uh, What is an example I used a long time ago. I used to, I used to do music, um, uh, in some churches around the area. And, um, and I had, I had a group group of people, whatever. And one of my best, one of my, one of my best music friends, who's kind of in this little band that I was as, um, I'm, I'm, I'm like five foot six, uh, pretty tiny white guy. And there, my, my friend Ricky was a large, you know, tall muscular uh, black guy who played piano like like un- unbelievable. He played in one key and then would transpose them to different things. But like his ear, I like mm-hmm. I was like, I have no idea how you can hear that stuff. Like it, he would just play and and he led music. He he led music uh, at a predominantly uh, black church run on the, you know, in, in our town. And and he would invite me out. Right. And I I've got vocals like I can hang um but this the 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 culture the culture around a predominantly black church is and the music style is so much it, it at the time it was like it, it's it, there's a life to it that some of the places that i you know grew up in just didn't have and it's like i can hang there guys but it's some but but people would look at me like, who, who are you, what are you doing here? You know? And it's just like, and I'm like, Hey, I'm here. I'm here to jam out. Like, <laughs> like right. we, we've got this connection, you know? And, and now, now you know me. And all of a sudden I became welcomed uh, because we have this common, you know, this common thing around music. Uh, and beyond that, we've got all sorts of other things in common too, but like wipe, wipe away all that stuff. Be have a, I, I think like, um. You you have to to understand a culture. You got to go go to the culture and just start being friends. Just start hanging out. And and a lot of these a lot of these other things that that seem like big deals aren't actually big deals. They're just they're just the what was the facade on the front. Which which when you ask a level deeper, it's like oh gosh, you have the same hopes dreams. It's a lot of some of some of the same experiences. Some of the a lot of the same needs. Like. We are all human. I mean, that's why the show is called Coffee with Humans. And like you, you, you mentioned right, right out of the gate, the prerequisite is to be a human. And human. you don't even have to like coffee. You could just right. be a human and we could yeah. just have a chat and get to know each other.
1: And, and, and going back to why I pressed the button, that's ultimately the goal of some of the work that I do. But isn't that like anyone who's kind of altruistic in the tiniest sense? but the key is what you said. It's, 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 it's go there and, and be obviously open-minded, be open to these things. Uh, also what you said earlier, don't, don't be resistant to, you know, staying in your thought, uh, you know, your thought bubble. What's it, what do they call it now? The, uh, your bias, your sphere of bias, whatever, you know, your sure. So go in and understand that I don't know what I don't know. Huh. No, I'm, I'm, i I've, I was a member of a black church in South Jamaica, Queens, New York. Pentecostal church. I was saved. I'm born-again Christian in a black church in, in Queens, New York. So I'm very familiar with that scene. But I didn't go in there, you know, saying. You know, this is an episode of undercover heathen. <laughs> I'm going to go in and decide to be to be in a church and see what can what happen. You know, this at the time is my wife's family, and they were very much in the church. So I said, well, yeah. you know, I'm getting in package deal. You're not going to just say, well, I'm going to marry you, but I'm not going to go to your silly church. No, of course. And, you know, and it became a you know, and it became a part of my life, and I got great knowledge. Yeah. Same thing you said, and that's truly again that i'm taking it back take everything back to hip hop there's no i i, I would think I, I i'm not i've done some research but not this there's no sort of cultural movement i say three things i say religion sports hip hop maybe the internet if you want to count yeah. that That globally can be as inclusive mm. of all nationalities all religions all races, all ages, all demographics, all genders, you will find somebody somewhere participating in hip hop. Yeah. And you can go to any country. You could not speak a lick of the language. I went to France. I was blessed to go <laughs> to be brought to France to cover a wonderful hip-hop festival, Le Original. I can't really, I don't do French. Uh, but it was a wonderful festival, 10-year anniversary, Lyon, France, my first time in Europe. This was, I don't know, 10, you know, now probably eight years ago. I didn't know French. From fries, and I went there, and I was, I was, I was in the middle of my hip hop element. I was, you know, th- I felt at home. Uh, Shouts to Tony Blackman. I've heard her talk about the power of the cipher in hip hop. We have this thing called the cipher, where you have a circle of performers, and whether it's dancers or rappers, and you kind of pass the the mic, or you pat, you take turns performing. This is a b boy b girl thing. You see it a lot in break dancing, um, okay. where where they're going, they're rocking, and then someone, and and as she always points out. There's an unspoken, no one raises their hand, right? No one asks, can I go next there? And you could be, and pick me up and drop me into any place on the planet, which by the way, there's hip hop in every single, uh, country in uh, in the planet. So, and you'll find someone there. don't know language, don't know anything. You can get into a, a a B-boy side, be a girl cypher and, and it'd be no problem. You don't have to say a word.
0: Yeah. Everybody's there's welcome. Everything. It's like yeah. it's it's like a team building exercise. It, it's an un, it, like you talk yeah. about. There's an unspoken. Rep- but an unspoken order to it. I mean, you, you see it at, uh, you see it at weddings, right? I mean, all of a sudden every, everybody, there's music going on. All of a sudden, like everybody breaks out in this and it's like, Whoa. And now we got a circle and then somebody yeah. drops in there and they're doing their thing. It's like, yeah, you know, and it could be terrible, like awful. What you did there was terrible, but we're all like, yeah, go for it because you did it. You stepped out in the middle of all of us and yeah, you did and your thing. That. That's the,
1: and like you talk about, you honor that. It's tremendous. I love it. And It goes back to like, you know, centuries. This is drum circles, you know, ancient civilizations. This is all just a, uh, you know, a current evolution of all that. And yeah, it happens in weddings and, but it happens in hip hop. (laughs) And so, (laughs) and it happens in corporate settings when you bring hip hop people like Tony Blackman to do a team building exercise, which she does with corporations say, you know, let's, let me come to your retreat. Let me do these things because that power is there. And so again, you know, hip-hop it's great
0: all right man well we're we're at our time for coffee with humans but i i popped your uh, website up there and people want to oh. check out manny uh mannyfaces.com the hip-hop uh, magician i don't know what to call you <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: it's it, it's
0: sorcerer um, but that's cool so, um, i'm sorry i didn't mean to move you down the line i've I'm, i'll push you back up the rung the hip-hop sorcerer uh covering if hip-hop I
1: was a magician, my lights would be this color so that <laughs> i've i've moved up in the world uh it was really really an honor and a privilege to, to kick it with you today man i appreciate so, you so it good to
0: be with day. you and thanks for thanks for turning me on to gangsta grass uh i'm I gonna I'm, I'm gonna going put them the in right. my youtube music uh, uh stuff and start listening to that so it's pretty pretty good
1: they're My super man. dope and they're, and they're great humans Uh, and they do live streams and such. And I've interviewed them and uh, I'm not connected to them. They don't pay mm-hmm. me enough to talk about them no. Um, But uh, so I'm glad that we could uh, share. That's that. awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it Uh, for joining me. And then to all of our viewers and listeners, this is coffee with humans where strangers become friends. I met Manny not even an hour ago and we've had, I think, a fantastic conversation Uh, getting to know each other and uh, sharing the journey. So join us, coffeewithhumans.com. If you want to be on there, the only rule is no sales calls. We'll see you soon. Coffee with Humans is live, candid conversations between strangers who become friends. Made possible with your support. Subscribe, share, and comment on your favorite platform. Contribute at Patreon or get Coffee with Humans mugs and more. Links are at coffeewithhumans.com. Thanks for joining me. One of the things I love about Coffee with Humans are the raw conversations I get to have meeting new people just like you. If you or someone you know should be on Coffee with Humans, go to coffeewithhumans.com. Remember, the only rule is no sales calls. This has been Coffee with Humans. Subscribe to get updates or click to have coffee with me. CoffeeWithHumans.com